Welcome to Food for Thought. I'm Dee Anderson. And I'm Laura Mangone. And Rob Bell is back from his adventure in South America. Yep. We both came north. You were there a lot longer than I was. You were in Central America. Yes, correct. So, technically a different... What? Continent. Continent? Is that a continent, Central America? No. No, it's not, right? It's part of South America. Rob! It's an isthmus? (laughs) It's a Rob. what? It's you a what? A master's is- degree. Isthmus. Isthmus. Um. <clears throat> so tell us. Yeah, tell us. Because we, the last show we were we were talking quite a bit about Guatemalan food and looking up some of the history um, of it. So, Ecuador, hit it. <laughs> hit it. Rob. The food. Would the you, food. <clears throat> the food is. Um, it's simple. The, the cooking is simple. You guys would probably. Move there, and you'd be like, "All right, we're gonna have to spice, spice up. it up a bit." Yeah, because I know you said it's not spicy. No, it's not spicy, but it's also not fancy. But what they do have in Ecuador is incredibly fresh, organic food. So you know they have they have you know I don't know twenty five different kinds of fruit. Right. You know, probably seven or eight of them I've never heard of before, and it's even regional to Ecuador. So if you're in the Andes, they have certain fruits available that you can't get on the coast, and vice versa. It's in season year-round because Ecuador, so the weather doesn't really change, which is another weird thing coming from the East Coast where I'm used to things being seasonal. Right. Everything's in season at all times. Everything's always amazingly delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, the vegetables. I mean, the best tomatoes, you know, down here, you know, in uh, New Jersey here where I live, tomatoes are good for about six weeks in the summertime, and the rest of the time they taste like nothing at the hothouse. Right. But down there, the tomatoes are always fantastic. And do they taste like our Jersey tomatoes? Like when we're Just as strong and, really and flavorful. Good. Yes, Nice. I mean, they might be a little different, you know, because of the region, but full of flavor and, um, you know, the fresh fish, the fresh, you know, you still have cows growing, you know, eating grazing. everywhere, grazing, the <laughs> and eating grass. So if you just get a hamburger, you know, which in a good restaurant, it costs you about six bucks. Right. It's an organic, uh, you know, Delicious. hamburger, which is would cost you, I don't know, 15 bucks and, you know, 20 bucks in New York. Right. Because it's organic and, you know... Grass fed, and it tastes different. The so, chicken, the chickens taste different. The chickens are free range chickens eating bugs and yeah, stuff like that. It's good, it's good food. So the food, so but then maybe that's why they're not real fancy on the on the details. Because mm-hmm. it's just wholesome. It's good just wholesome food. good food. And I'm assuming it's uh, very much like other uh, South American cuisines, where carb heavy rice, beans, plantains. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 everything's a balanced meal. Uh-huh. So even if you order something fried, mm-hmm. you're going to have a uh, salad automatically comes with it. And uh, usually uh, plantains, is, they're very big on plantains, right. uh, which, they also, which they fry also. Like they cut them inside, you know, and squash them. Right. That's a pretty common thing. Uh, when you're in the Andes, you know, they're very big on, ri- on the corn up there. Uh-huh. They have a lot of different varieties of corn and they make a lot of things. Out of corn, uh-huh. um, that's like the staple, um, not rice. So the big question, did you have guinea pig? I did. I know, koi, is it koi? Mm-hmm, koi. koi. I had koi. Koi, koi. Mm-hmm. is a big uh-huh. delicacy. I did. I, I it? ate it, and it's actually, um, I've produced about 10 videos of my trips to Ecuador on experience-ecuador.com. I'm just actually finishing up number the seventh and I have a few more, and the one that the one I think the next one I'm going to do 
is the one where I eat the koi. So that'll come out next but, week. But give us a blow-by-blow. Blow. How was it prepared? <laughs> it was grilled. So just grilled? Was it marinated? Was it rubbed? Was it... And once again, very simple. You know, they just... Uh, I think they just salt and pepper it, and they just grill it. They just run the the skewer right through the middle of the animal. You can see the head on it and everything. Oh, nice. And then they... Uh, <laughs> and then they, they... That was my question. Is it that whole? Was... Is it filleted? Is it half? No, it's, uh, it, it's cooked whole. Okay. So but, you know what okay, it is. Okay, but they've cleaned it out. I guess so. Yeah, they clean out oh, the intestines. Gutted it. They oh gut it. Oh, my God. Okay, but okay. Hold on a second. And they don't they have tails. lost me yet. Well, I'm all for, and Rob and I have always been a fan of, give me the fish with the head on oh, it. Oh, of course. Right? Of course. We don't get me freaked too. out of looking course. at it. It's like, you want, oh, you no. want to suck on I that head. I ate eyeballs when I was a five-year-old. Yep. But there's <laughs> something about a guinea pig. I'm not sure I want to see that suck head. on a guinea pig's head. Well, when they served it to me, they just served me the back section. So they decapitated it. Which had a lot of uh, of skin because the, they, they said, like, the skin is the best part. So we're going to serve uh, you the back section. And the guy, you know, at the table next to me was eating, like, the haunch. Mm-hmm. So he was li- holding up, like, you know, you can see but the little foot up. on How it. How big were they? I'm thinking, like, hamster size. No, they're pretty, they're bigger than that. Are they? Like a guinea hen? Like a, like a, a Cornish guinea- hen? They're, like, this big. Oh, so not like so like a foot long. So not like the pet, the domesticated no, pet. No, no, they're pig. different. They're different. They're not that. They're not the little tiny guys that you see in the <laughs> in oh the pet store. God. They're like this big. I'm holding up. It's like a Norwegian rat size. But the baby koi's are the best. <laughs> I didn't see any babies being served. They were all oh, the same size. All right, so we need uh, to go within the next two weeks. We need to go ac- around the corner to El Tool, right? Is who has a Tule? Okay, El Tule. Yeah, the Peruvian restaurant in Lambertville, New Jersey. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> they serve it. So I don't we, know. we have to go. And then uh, Caddy, you know, my girlfriend um, told me that I needed to eat kui again because I, I ate kui in Cuenca, which is in the southern part of the country. Right. And then we went up to Ibarra, which is in the northern part of the country on the other side of the Andes near the Colombian border. Yeah. And she said, you have to have kui here also because it's cooked completely differently. And how has a completely it? different taste. But, but you know, that's another thing. People don't eat kui every day. Kui is a specialty. They only serve it on, you oh. know, like Sundays. And it's a big deal. We weren't there on a Sunday, so I didn't have access to Kui uh, when I was in uh, Ibarra. So we have to go around the corner and check it out, don't you think? Sure. But, you know, it tastes like chicken. It, it tastes like chicken. I does. understand it tastes like chicken, but it also tastes like rabbit, like gamey, like rabbit. It's, it's much gamier and greasier, right. which was what I really didn't like about it. Greasy. Yeah, it was kind of nice, greasy. Nice so fa- nice face. After you, after you see, he's got this, <laughs> the most disgusting smirk on her face. Yeah, right I'm, just, I'm picturing this dead rodent with a head on it <laughs> and grease. Grease. I'll show you the pictures. <laughs> oh god! But what happens? You have to eat it with your hands. You have to naturally. There's no way to, to, to use the oh, knife and that fork lots because the little bones, right? The, yeah, but also there isn't that, that much meat on it. You know, and especially the back section they gave me. So it was mostly skin. Why didn't they give you the breast? I would think that would be more. Well, the the most meat is in the legs, the thigh. That's where all the meat is. Not the breast. No. So, um, (laughs) but then you know, after you eat it, you know, you have this. (laughs) I got to take a picture of rodenty grease on your smell on your on your lips and everything. So that was kind of. Oh my goodness! (laughs) Disgusting. Okay, moving on to more appetizing Ecuadorian foods. Um, so does Kati cook when you're there? Or you go out. No, a lot? I cook. I'm the cook in the. You're the cook. Yeah. All right. So we're not getting traditional Ecuadorian cuisine. No, not really. 
What is she? She doesn't cook anything like She's actually a very stuff? good cook, but she's more interested in things like uh, spaghetti and stuff like that, which is really is an Ecuadorian food. Which is American. The one thing that annoyed me about Ecuador is that they, they serve rice with everything. And I don't, I don't think that rice is indigenous to Ecuador. I think that corn and potatoes yeah. are the indigenous, but they have they love rice so much. Like, if you don't ask them for a substitute... You know, I'd really like to have potatoes since you have like 500 different kinds of potatoes here. Right. Uh, they'll give you rice with everything. Um, because and it's, it's cheap. It's not. Because it's cheap. Jasmine rice, which I happen to love. You know, it's not like a delicious, flavorful it's a, rice. Interesting. It's just like white rice. It's Carolina white rice. <laughs> All right. Rice is probably my least favorite starch. Mm. Uh, I like rice. So the rice was good when it was mixed with seafood and stuff like that. But right. if it's just like a, a side dish with no flavor, I'm not a big fan of now, it. Now, how about the... Uh, yeah, I, I like rice. Because I like, I like soupy things. So yeah. if I'm having a soupy thing, I want rice with it. How about the ceviche, Rob? Oh, yeah. Ceviche, I didn't... You know, the first time I went to Ecuador, I had a lot of ceviche. I went kind of crazy with I the ceviche. Rem- I remember. This time I didn't really go so nuts with the ceviche. Ceviche is not a thing in the Andes. Right. And we were in the Andes for most of the time, Okay, only at the coast. And then when it got down to the coast, I was eating um, something called langostini. Which are like which little, is, little lobsters or shrimp? They're very large shrimps. Right. So they're not langosta, right. which they also have. Yeah. Although they never had that, you know, they would have on the menu and then you say, can I have the langosta? And like, we don't have it today. Right. But everybody had the langostini and they serve it with the head on it and the tail, you know, a really big head. You suck on the head for the juice, you know. It's a garlic sauce that they typically use. And absolutely amazing, the, the, the shrimps. And they have regular small shrimps, too. Mm-hmm. But the shrimp was so fresh. I mean, it's not farm-raised shrimp, you know. They have the boats coming in, catching the shrimp out in the ocean every day. And mm-hmm. all the seafood was amazing. Do you spend any time on the water when you're there? Yeah, we're on the beach for three weeks. Nice. Mm-hmm. Up and down the coast. Nice. So one thing uh-huh. that I found a lot of sunsets. very nice. interesting, because I was actually picked Rob up at the airport, mm-hmm. is that what's the air, round trip airfare to Ecuador is roughly 500 bucks. Figure 500, yeah. Okay. You could stay in Ecuador for a month, yeah. you know, get and spend probably $1,200. Yeah, I mean, six hundred for uh, your lodging, right? And that's a nice two, and two, that's be- a nice, like, two bedroom apartment within a five day. minute walk at a beach. Really nice place. And then uh, lunch so, is like so six what bucks. What are we waiting for? I know. <laughs> I'm really, of course, my my passport is. Uh, I have to renew my passport. But we'll do that. I was thinking about it. You know, a, we could be at Newark an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, right? Well, I, I am. I'm going to entice you guys to come down and visit me in Ecuador. Are you so? What's the plan? Are you like going? I'm going back, of course. But you're like, is this the long term? You're going to be. See, there I'm for excited so many about buying property and... down there, but then everybody's telling me I got to be. I'm crazy that I should just rent for a couple of years and don't like jump into anything. So, who who's telling you? <laughs> People who are sane, who are my friends. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Americans or Have, Americans? Americans or Ecuadorians? My family, everybody. Okay. Have you not learned, Rob, that perhaps just jumping in? Blindly is mm. not always the best thing. I know, but, Touché. You, but you're thinking of relationships, not <laughs> real estate transactions. I, I think it's a, across Sometimes the board a good idea. Sometimes real estate transactions, it could be a good thing. 
If you well, get, get in good on something. Five years ago, these properties were going for $20 a square meter. Mm-hmm. And now they're now they're going for 100, 150 a square meter. Okay. Well, so if I bought five years ago, so it would have been a great investment. So you missed that boat. Yeah. But what about this boat? <laughs> I don't know. That's the thing. Is You know what I mean? And now I'm paying speculative price. Right. Did you see any properties when you were there? You said you might yeah. have. Yeah, they did look at some. Yeah, I saw a property on the top of this mountain with a 360 view that you could build your dream house on for, I mean, literally your dream house. Right. For 200000 you could build a dream house on it. For the construction and, or for and the, the And the land for like uh, 2.4 acres is about 100000 Wow. But then what about the earthquakes? Yeah. yeah, and actually I was talking to my girlfriend this morning. She said they had an earthquake last night. Yeah, I saw that on the news. Oh, you did? Uh, yeah. Yeah, she it said they woke big, up. It wasn't big, but... They woke up to it? Yeah. Where can you live where they don't have any natural disasters? I don't think there's anywhere. <laughs> Not really. If you're in the east, there's hurricanes. If you're in the west, there's earthquakes. And you're in the central, there's floods, tornadoes. But who wants to live in the center, center of the country anyway? But then, look, tsunamis. We just had a cyclone, right, last night in Indonesia, I think. There, there's like Italy. Gets Nebraska's underwater right now. Yeah, um, please. I'm not moving to Nebraska. Major flooding. There's no fear of that happening. So, but, I mean, but the Ecuador. So we, I picked Rob up from the airport, mm. and we he we, he was talking to me about how inexpensive everything was, and right. you know, lodging for twenty bucks a day, and right. full incredible meals for six bucks, and things wow. like that. Four and, yellow dragon fruits for a dollar. Right. Really? Yeah. Quarter? They call it uh, pitahaya. I love dragon 25 fruit. 25 cents. I for, love uh, those dragon fruit. They're the good. good ones, the yellow ones. Yeah. They're yummy. Four for a dollar. Everything's a dollar down there, like 15 limes for a dollar. Where did you change? 30 uh, bananas for a dollar. Did you change money or are you in areas where no, you're No, they use American, American dollars, so you don't have okay. to change money. Is the currency is American? Mm-hmm. Really? It's really easy that way to figure out, you know, huh. what things They cost. don't have another currency? No. Huh. They use American currency. That's interesting. So we get back to reality in <laughs> New Jersey. Yeah. And we went to this bar. I'm not going to say where. <clears throat> it was nearby, but this is the this was the bartender that I swore I'd never go back. I actually I know wrote where, on I know, a check. I know where you are talking a, about. <laughs> okay, so I go in during a snowstorm. This is that same bartender. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It was during a bad snowstorm, but I called in advance to see that they were open. They were like, oh, yeah, come on down. Mm-hmm. And it's only three miles from my house. And I'm thinking, I want to go out because I'm pretty sure by tomorrow I'm going to be snowed, snowed in. And in, I was right. just really wanting to do something. Mm-hmm. And it was a blizzard. I mean, it was coming down sideways and it was were windy. You driving or walking? Oh, driving. Oh. <laughs> to walk in three miles in the yeah, place. Well, I don't want a beer that You really need I a know, drink. But you live a walking distance to some of these nice yeah, places. Yeah, this was three so miles away. Sometimes it's nice to walk in the snow. And, and you know, I, could, I was just so glad to be there. You know, I, I took my coat off. And it did take him a while to even get to me. Mm-hmm. And this I remembered before watching this bartender. He, he, like, has this great rapport with his customers. But you can't... Like, be so engrossed with your bartender that you don't pay attention to any of the other customers. Have you ever seen that? Like, where bartenders go too far. Oh, they ignore everyone else. And everybody else. And they're only waiting. They're chatting with the pretty girl. Yeah, Yeah. or the couple or whatever. And and so I'd remember that from that last time. And then 
when I was finished, I saw somebody at the end, other end of the bar saying, um, oh, what? And there was some transaction, like I had to take his credit card back or something, and I wasn't quite sure what it was. Uh-huh. So I, I asked for the check, and he's like, oh, our credit card machine is down. Oh, awesome. And I said, you might want oh, to mention that. To well, I said, well, um, I have a check. No, I'm sorry, we don't take checks. Well, he should have said something before he even put a drink no down. No shiitake. So then he says to me, well, you write mm, this not nice man, a-hole, <laughs> says, oh, but there's an ATM machine across the street. So I get my, get my coat on and my, my hat and my gloves, and I'm, I'm like, but, you know, walking against the wind and the snow is coming. I'm halfway across the street, and I said, F this. And I turned around, and I, well, I walked back in, and I said, and I pulled him. I said, come here. And I said, either you take this check or you're not getting paid. Okay. And, and you chose to go back to this place. Oh, I waited like a year. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't know who I am. Listen, we got to take a break, right? This yeah, we'll be, we'll be right. back. We'll be back on Food for Thought, talking about food, <laughs> I think. Eventually. <laughs> Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $2 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're being taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $2. We'll do the math for you. You save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 45 blue pills or 45 yellow pills for $99 and add five more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call us at 800-359-9116 and get your 50 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package. Call us right now. 800-359-9116. 800-359-9116. 800-359-9116. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Are you over the age of 60 and been diagnosed with lung cancer? If so, you and your family may qualify for a cash award. We can help make sure that you and your family are financially safe and medical expenses are covered. If you've been diagnosed with lung cancer and are over 60, call 24-7, 1-855-398-1754, Attorney Advertising, William Stephacker Jr. is the attorney responsible for this ad. Main office, Granton, Pennsylvania. May not be available in all states. And welcome back to Food for Thought. We're back. So I so I'm you're like in a to blizzard. The end of this story. <laughs> so I'm in yeah. the blizzard, and I'm and I'm and I'm trying to get across the street, and I realize what am I doing? Well, I'm actually, you know, this is so wrong. Right. So I I turn around, I go back in, and I motion to the bartender, like get over here, and he leans in, and you, I said, over here. I said, either you take my check. Or I'm not paying this bill, period. Right. So I suggest you take it. And he just kind of, oh, I, I don't know. And I think he even had to talk to the manager Did or whatever. Did you say you should have mentioned this before yeah. serving me? Yeah. And or, so or checked? 
Yeah, but but he didn't want to lose the the customer. I know, but meanwhile, yeah, there's no method of payment. But when you called, he could have said, well, "By the way, we're our you know ATM is down, so we only take in cash." Exactly. That's and all. if there's or, no method of payment, you're not a customer. Or <laughs> if your if your credit card machine is down, um, you make an exception for that day. Of course, take right. a check. Of course, uh, for a local, I understand. Also for a local, I'm, I'm person. a local person. Yeah. And it was so I wrote on the the memo of the check. <laughs> so not only did I stiff him, okay, which I, I don't think I've ever done that in my life, but that's how pissed I was. That's not true. I remember one instance where you did that. <laughs> when when did I do that? It's occasional. I remember. I'll have to remind you off the air because I know you don't want to say where the restaurant is. Go ahead. Well, give me a hint. It was I the, can't believe I would have done that. You did. It, it was the place that had the happy hour, and they were giving you all kinds of crap about the happy hour. They wouldn't even share with you the happy hour menu. You said I stiffed them. Oh, I know where that is. Yeah, I know you know, because oh, I remember. I don't think Anywho, I did. so. I didn't. I was exaggerating. <laughs> I probably I probably left 20% instead of 35 okay, like I usually do. silly me <laughs> taking everything that comes out of your mouth as gospel. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay. I pro- yeah, I might have. So, did he give you a hard time? Or uh, no, he took it, and I wrote in the memo of the check. I said, "I will never step foot in this place Aww. again," and so I didn't for like a year. <laughs> and then <laughs> until that day, and, and then you said, "Why don't we go to the that place?" And I said, "Why don't we and go I to said, that place?" Sure, I don't know. It's your area. <laughs> so, why did you choose to go there at that point? Just want to try it again because it was a blizzard <laughs> and it was close. I just, I just knew, you know, there's only f- very few places that you can go around here to get a drink and an appetizer, and their food is actually not too bad. Although those nachos, I thought were bullshitaki. Yeah, twenty bucks worth of bullshitaki. Nachos weren't. I don't $20. understand. Twenty we've, bucks with the chicken. I know we've had this conversation. Wait, the nachos was twenty dollars. Twenty bucks. Well, it's eight nineteen. Really? What? Yeah. And were they? The layered? bill was over fifty bucks. I know. We each had two beers. They, I, I felt bad because Rob's coming from Ecuador, and I'm <laughs> afraid for him to see well, the check. Well, it's just that it's a sticker shock for me because in Ecuador, for 50 bucks, you could have, like, two people could have, like, gigantic um, uh, filet mignon steaks with, like, all the sides and unlimited, you know, delicious wine from Chile. I mean, it's so cheap down there. And then here I'm having a mediocre overcooked nachos and a couple Shitty of beers nachos. and like 50 <laughs> over 50 bucks i'm like yeah, this wow this is my this Welcome is my pet home, peeve you know? and then the guy's saying how oh don't you don't you love these nachos oh i very rarely very rarely have i ever seen someone actually eat the whole thing <laughs> i'm like yeah um it okay these nachos how he could think that what is the cheese is it the cojito cheese the sort of crumbly well, it had more than one didn't it it just had that yeah, crumbly case, white case cheese. Of fresco. Case of fresco. Yeah, yeah. Um, it had like this guacamole glop. Uh, it, it had guacamole glop. Yes, it did. It, but which oh is my like gosh. not guacamole, but it looks was like it evenly layered. The way we it, like it was it? like slime, slime, like green slime. You know, like was the like nachos appropriately appropriately covered. The way we always talk about having uh, layers of not really. I no. mean, no. So and you then, had the mound. There was a big glop of cheese in the middle. 
a glop of cheese. Okay, and this then, is very distasteful. And <laughs> can we move on? And my other pet. And the chicken was kind of nasty too. It's like tiny, tiny little choppy pieces. We've gone from guinea <laughs> guinea pigs to nasty nachos. This is my worst kind of nachos, where it's like just that that queso fresco, and then it wasn't even it wasn't even I. I I shouldn't have even called it guacamole. It was almost like, like a avocado, an avocado watered down puree, that was like like a dressing, okay. all over it. And the tortilla chips were freaking flour. Oh. I hate when they do that. Yeah, like to me, in nachos is with a corn. I'm with chip you and a real freshly fried corn I, chip. I hear you. Twenty bucks for that. How dare they? <laughs> yeah, with uh, a tip. Well, moving yeah. on. Anywho, so um, um, f- food. And by the way, the, the cheese, and I, I bet you have the same experience, but that white, tasteless cheese that they, they serve up here, down in Ecuador, it is fantastic. Yeah. It's a completely different animal. It's yeah. freshly made Any, from the cows. Anywhere outside of. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. I is mean, it, Is it creamier? It's creamy. It, they have different varieties of it, but it all it's it has creamier, a but delicious it has like flavor. a ripeness to it. Yeah, like a, some of it yeah, is cru- is crumbly, like tangy. Yeah, yeah, it's, and it's, it's got like flavor. Real. It's, it's real. Like it's real. so good. It's real. Yeah, I ate a lot of that. Yeah, and actually, why can't they do that here? Even down there uh, for breakfast, alongside your plate, you have a little like square of it or a little wedge of it. That ch- delicious cheese in in um, in Guatemala. Guatemala. Okay. Yep. With um, almost every breakfast, you have a little piece of the cheese. There's always tortillas, freshly made, beautiful tortillas available. Right. We get the same tortillas. Um, we don't get the cheese. And this village is really cute. You get us a little salad with everything? Not for breakfast, but yeah. Okay. Usually a little salad, salad but only at the mission because we're really only eating our meals at the mission. Okay. Until we get to, well, Guatemala City, we eat one meal in a seminary, which is where we stay. The first night, and then the last night we're in Antigua, which is the old capital of uh, Guatemala, and it's like an old colonial. It's almost like being in old San Juan, beautiful old Baroque and colonial buildings. Um, there we have some pretty good food. Um, I have but, a question about <clears throat> salad. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. We don't eat a lot of salads. Because they really don't have fresh lettuces in the community where we live. Okay. They have lots of other things. They have lots of chayote, cactus, uh, saboya, you know, lots of fresh vegetables, but not a ton of lettuces. The idea of having salad mm-hmm. and greens, mm-hmm. greens of some sort, whether it be iceberg, romaine, whatever... Where did that start and what cultures, like, for example, Mm -hmm. you go to a Japanese restaurant around here in the States and they always serve you that salad to start. They don't have, they don't actually eat that in Japan. Uh, They do eat lettuces and cabbages. Cabbages, but they said they have little. That's Americanization. That's what I thought it was an Americanization. I I bastardization of that. But. I mean, in Italy, salads are huge. That's I would imagine. It's its own separate course. <laughs> right. After the entree. Yep. And before the fruit and cheese. <laughs> yeah. 
So it started. It's just it a started side in, in Europe, and basically, it's I believe so. Yeah. Gone around the world, even though it's so. not necessarily yeah, indigenous so. of a particular location. Okay, go we on. got carry on. So last night, um, I was totally in the mood for um, pho last night. Pho. You know, Vietnamese soup that's got meats and vegetables, and usually I thought rice it was called noodles. pho. It's spelled pho. It's Rob, pronounced pho. We had a we whole had show this on We had a show on this, I we believe you're right. We had this conversation. But I forgot. Remember, I, my friend said, yeah, I wanted to open a, a Korean barbecue. Is it Korean? It's barbecue Viet- place and Vietnamese. call it fuck you. Yeah. It's, actually, we got ours last night from a place called Pho Friendly. Pho Friendly. In Trenton. Trent, <laughs> Trent. It was delicious. It's, you know, it's all about the broth. With pho, mm-hmm. and they make a really good broth. That's so, so you read that P H O Q. I get you. Yeah, no. fuck you. Fuck you. Um, yeah, fuck uh-huh. you. You just, you just got. But on bum. Yeah. Thirty <laughs> seconds. P H O Q. Yeah. His his joke timer's a little behind. Um, so it's all about the broth, and this place in Trenton has, I think, the best broth. It's so aromatic, and you get a noseful of. Star anise hmm. and cumin and cloves. It's really good. It's really, really good. In the broth. The broth itself, yeah, just solo. Um, it's in Trenton? It's in Trenton. It's on the Brunswick, near, near the Brunswick Circle. Wow. So kind of Lawrence, in between Lawrenceville and Trenton. You wouldn't think there'd be a good and, oh, there are. There's there. a big v- Vietnamese population in Trenton, as there is Ecuadorian and Guatemalan, and yeah, absolutely. Trenton's a mel- melting pot. So the the pho we had last night was really delicious. Mario had a vegetarian one with tofu that was particularly marinated and spongy and good. And I got one that, of course, had everything in it. It had chicken in it. It had eye round. Which goes in rare, but then with the broth cooked, so it's very tender. And I think, oh, I'm sorry, his had brisket in it also. It had tofu and brisket. Um, You're right, giving him credit for being a vegetarian, and he's also got brisket in it. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. And, and yummy veggies in it. It's, it's my, literally one of my favorite. I have to be in the mood for it, but it was really delicious. And I've been jonesing for, so since we got back, we got back, I got back at the beginning of the week. Um, not a ton of vegetables down there. Like, I found myself really jonesing for vegetables. Um, we had a lot of carrots with various meals. And one night we had that soup that I told you I replicated when we had our pre-trip dinner. I replicated this chicken tortilla soup, which has veggies in it but on a regular basis i'm like jonesing for vegetables so since i got back i literally have been like you know i made a giant stir fry one night um now did you make um the saint patty's day corned beef and cabbage i did not but we do at work we had uh irish lamb stew irish soda bread corned beef cabbage potato they're not quite potato pancakes but Sort of a potato souffle that we serve with the um, corned beef. Yeah, Mario brought some home. It was good. <clears throat> Once a year, Did I you? eat that. No, because I was really sick on Saturday. Oh, I I, I like corned beef. Yeah, 
big old I like it once a year. slab of mustard, a slather of mustard on it. I'm not a huge fan of it. It's aight. You miss Irish, <laughs> Irish <laughs> eyes, no? I don't like Irish. Did your Stewed mom, cabbage is your not one of my favorites. Would your mom make it when you were kids for... Yeah, I mean it was just it was just something that I would eat and go okay I can I can live with yeah I have not a, having that for another year I have it once a year and I like it I like it a lot I didn't no I didn't hate it but I just it's like I it just didn't thrill me I do love Irish slam stew and what makes it Irish um, it's more potatoy yeah. than it is beef uh, lamb brothy it's mm-hmm. almost white oh. with a ton of thyme. Actually, I have a really good recipe for it, and it's basically you um, quarter potatoes, and then you slice potatoes, put it in a big old stock pot with lamb bones, water, hunks of lamb, which I'm going to break down later on, uh, thyme, salt, pepper. Sometimes I'll put a whole... um, so you're putting, wait, putting the potatoes in with the bones? Yes, because it's not like you're making a two-step process. I'm not making stock and then making the soup. I'm making it all together, but I want the bones in there for the flavor. Uh-huh. And you put it all in a giant pot, and what happens is the potatoes that have been sliced break down and mm-hmm. almost emulsify the soup, mm-hmm. but the potatoes that are quartered or, you know, diced, large diced, um, stay nice. Oh, it's delicious. Heavy on the time. Really good. Mm-mm-mm. It's one of Uncle Joe's now in, favorites. Do they, in, in Ecuador, they always have a homemade ajo mm-hmm. sauce mm-hmm. On, on the table everywhere you go. And, and it's pretty spicy sometimes. Do they do that in Guatemala too? No. Uh, they're, the biggest condiment that they have out are, um, no, just hot sauces like salsa picantes. In the bottles. Uh, in this bottle, sometimes fresh, mm-hmm. and they'll make a salsa verde and a salsa picante. So they're, you know, basically what we're accustomed to. Like the Mexican like style. Like a Mexican style mm-hmm. hot sauce, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, also dried peppers, hot peppers, like almost a la Italian, crushed red pepper flakes. Yeah, I think they're into hot, spicy food more there. Yeah. And in Ecuador, it's always an option, you know what I mean? They, they don't give you hot sauce. You can ask for it. I'm but, so surprised by that. But they'll have like a bowl a lot of times, which is, you know, kind of a mild spicy bowl of um, of garlic. And a lot of times it's got like um, onions in it mm-hmm. that are kind of mixed in with it. And it's, it's kind of a tomato based and it's really good. But it for me, it's not spicy. I, I pour the stuff on. It's... Wait, this is a condiment that sits on the table? Yeah, but it's 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 different in every single place you go because it's homemade. And it's I... garlic. Ajo, it's garlic. It's called ajo. Yeah, it's, it's ajo called ajo means sauce. garlic. That's it's surprising to me that there's not more spicy foods. And Kat, you know, and Caddy being grow, you know, grew up in Ecuador, she doesn't like spicy food. She thinks this stuff is so spicy, and I'm like, this stuff's not. But isn't that <laughs> For me, weird? This is barely because, spicy. You know? I mean, <laughs> you think about it. Ecuador's bordered by Colombia, Peru. That's it, Colombia and Peru. Uh, but Venezuela is still more north, right? Venezuela's east. You got to go through Brazil to get to Venezuela. I know, but they're all, I'd, they're all countries that enjoy spicy foods. So it's weird. I know. What can Very I tell good. you? Can I tell you about my happy catering? Story? Especially if you, can you go do it in forty seconds. Especially if you go oh, around, past Venezuela, and go around to like uh, 
Guyana, like hot, hot oh, foods. Yeah. yeah, but that's a whole different uh, so climate. Weird. Okay, so it sounds like we have to go to break. Mm-hmm. Um, when we come back, I'm going to talk about a couple of new personal chef clients okay. that I scored and also my happy, happy catering experience. Glad to hear a happy, happy, happy catering happy. experience. <laughs> That's a change. That's nice. I owed the IRS $10,000. I owed the IRS $20,000. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. They do not give up until you pay. If you received a letter from the IRS or have not filed your tax returns, don't try to fight the IRS alone. We couldn't sleep. We owed too much. They put a lien on my house. The IRS is powerful. They can garnish your wages and take your property. Call Good Friend Group Tax Relief Experts. Our agents can help you resolve your tax debt, usually for much less than you owe. We were being audited. I called and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Call Good Friend Group Tax Relief Experts. 800-354-6718. Together, we can get the IRS off your back and reduce or eliminate your tax problem once and for all. Call Good Friend Group Tax Relief Experts. Your good friends for tax relief. 800 354 800-354-6718. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from Resort Release, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get rid of their expensive timeshares. Once you've made that decision to get rid of your timeshare for any reason, Resort Release is offering a Better Business Bureau accredited way to legally get rid of your timeshare guaranteed. We guarantee to get rid of your timeshare payments permanently, and we can pay your 2019 maintenance fees once qualified. Even if you've tried another company to get rid of your expensive timeshare, call now and see if we can help you. At Resort Release, you don't pay anything until you're ready to exit your timeshare ownership. If you're ready to permanently get rid of your costly timeshare, make this complimentary free call right now. Operators are standing by. Call 800-653-7504. That's 800-653-7504. Again, 800-653-7504. That's 800-653-7504. to food for thought <laughs> they're looking at pictures we're of we're looking uh, at pictures of guinea pigs guinea pigs <laughs> being roasted no this isn't roasted this one looks like the presentation is something to be desired <laughs> i think we we have to post this picture oh my god like he's swimming across the blade <laughs> okay so there was one there was one that looked like <laughs> he, the poor guinea pig jumped off the Empire State Building, got deep fried on the way down, and went splat, splat with all his, his arms and legs out at the sides. Although, oh, my oh my, look again. Oh my God, the way they present. Except and then there's this one where we, the, the, he's like deep fried, <laughs> sitting on top of potatoes with his mouth open like a roaring lion. Oh, look at this one. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my gosh. People, do yourself a favor and Google. It's called like, Koi. C U Y. And like, just, I want to see ones like with his legs crossed. Smoking a cigar. Smoking a cigar. Deep fried. This one. Oh my God. He's rolling over. People, the- if you want to have a good laugh, I'm a, telling you a, what. Search images. 
Koi. See you. Look at this one. He's like, like oh, a, it's like they don't try to to hide and the fact that this is like a flying rodent <laughs> on your plate. <laughs> they don't even try to hide it. Oh, if they chop it up, they put it back together so you can see, see where the component is. <laughs> it's been decapitated, but its head's still on. But it puts it. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, look how big they <laughs> but are. But so though. delicious. But anyway, if you want a good laugh, Google, go to Google Images and look up Koi. No, I think we need, to, we need to post this one picture. Right? <laughs> okay, we'll use we, that You one. can put your pretty roasted one, but we have got to post it. Because okay. it's just too hilarious. <laughs> okay, yeah, perfect. Um, so anyway, can I tell you my happy... T- so, oh. do you remember, I didn't even talk about it on the air, but do you remember recently that I had a very not happy situation with a freaking client? I do. And honestly... It's not worth going into the details, but it, the the scary thing about being in business, um, I think, is the propensity for a bad review from a crazy person. Absolutely, that's why. And if you I do mon- it enough, that's why you monitor everything. That's why I monitor our Yelp. I monitor our open table. Well, what can you do? You can re- you can respond. You can say. You know, have a, a civil conversation with someone when they're saying, oh, they didn't let my little five-year-old run around in the restaurant, <laughs> which is, I had to tell you, hate to tell you, you know how many times that review has been written? Oh, my God. Yes, because children shouldn't be running around in an open kitchen in a restaurant with tile floors. Where yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you I was want growing your kids up, to run around, stay yeah. home and get to go. That's when what I they was call growing babysitters. And uh, when we went to a restaurant, I grew up, you know, middle class uh, Irish Catholic. When we were in a restaurant, it was like you were in church. That's what my my mother. So it was like it, we had the same. Yeah, absolutely. You would never in church get up and start running around. Never. You just, it just you just wouldn't do it. Or you'd get the glare. Or th- we'd get a pinch. A pinch or whatever. Or the ear yeah. or they pull the ear or whatever. But anyway. No, we so, couldn't go out to dinner if we weren't well behaved. Yeah. We would get the lecture. So someone in the will car, give you a bad. On the way there. Okay. We're going into the restaurant. And, you know, we this right. is our good manners. You know, we knew right from wrong. We knew right. we, how but, you were supposed to act. And if, you're, a, if your baby is crying in a restaurant, you take it out, right? I would, yes. Yeah, you don't just let the baby cry in a restaurant. Well, I mean, you you know, as mothers have a hard time, they would try to control their child. They don't want their baby crying either. But, but yes, if, if it's continue, being disruptive. You have to be considerate of other customers. Absolutely. There's a very funny sign. I can't remember where I saw it, but it said all unattended children will be given candy and a puppy. And a puppy. <laughs> and, and an espresso. Right. Oh, an espresso. Maybe that's what it was. So, yeah, so crazy people can decide to rip you apart, okay? Yeah. And I really, honestly, in all of the years, in all of the years that I've been in business, whether we're, you know, working in the industry for somebody else or working on my own, I've had a couple clients that I didn't like. I I once had a bride say that, oh, I didn't know the service charge was additional. It's like, what? It's, it was a line item on the proposal, like the, like a fifteen hundred dollar line right. item, just like estimated the service <laughs> and at the wedding. So like I've had weird stuff happen, and you know, and really, I, I never ever was it 
you know, that just wasn't very good. So I get this personal chef client and she basically hated everything Mm. and said that the crab cake made her sick. Oh, really? The crab cake that I just made that morning that, you know, that Henry Kissinger loves, right? (laughs) but it made you sick. Right. So when you have a crazy person, they could leave you a bad review. I didn't even want to respond to this woman, but I have to say the experience it's 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 stuck with me. It made me want to get it out of the business, you know? Right. So then I have this opposite client. Okay, so we've he's been delightful. He found me on the internet on Thumbtack. He mm-hmm. all the correspondence is so upbeat and way to go. Thank you so much, Deirdre. Um at the last minute he's he emailed me and he said, is there any dessert on the menu? I can't remember. And Uh I said, no. And he said, okay, no problem. I'll pick something up. And then I said, well, I have a really good bakery around the corner for me. Why don't I do it for you? And then he sent me an email back and said, Deirdre equals awesome. So it's like, he's just so sweet. So we get there and he is so delightful. My son, Sam worked Uh and my friend, Ben, bartended and his son was the bar back oh so it was like he, a family affair it was fun so that's we were like two friends and our sons working together that's awesome and the one son was he was an extra ben was going to pay him out of his pocket we did not estimate for four staff persons on this job but with all the different drinks going on they had a magician a fairly famous magician guy um illusionist um fun. performing he had games that like uh, icebreaker games that he wanted the people to participate in because a lot that. of them didn't well, know wanted, each other. He wanted us to play to the game. To do it with you. Yeah. That's so fun. And I said, and so Sam said, well, there was a, a, a grand prize of a, a magnum of good champagne. And Sam said, well, I, I can't win. And he goes, sure you can. Give it to your mom. <laughs> and so he just was like the nicest guy. He was a cool guy. guy. So... It was it was a lot of work. We really did need that that fourth person. So then he at the end of the night, okay, talk about dream client. The yeah. client, I won't get into numbers, but let's just say he tipped me as much as my service total for so that he night. Tipped you well. Unbelievably well. Right. Paid in cash. Tipped everybody else unbelievably well. Gave the boy who wasn't even supposed to be there a hundred bucks. Oh, nice. And then sent me mm-hmm. Don't no, you more want, than that. Don't you want every client to be like that? Uh, well, I can't tell you. Uh, no, and I did send him a very nice email back because he had sent me. Uh, he sent me a very nice email, mm-hmm. and then he and he said, "Oh, and by the way, I just left you a rockin' review on oh, Thumbtack." And then he's, uh, awesome. you know, things like, "I'm really glad to have met you." You know, you seem like you have superpowers. Why can't everybody be like that? I was that? like, and I, <laughs> I have to say. I told him, you know, that the staff was so, so grateful for mm-hmm. such generous gratuities. But m- even more than that, the review, that we were grateful for being treated with such respect right. and having such a fun um, approach to a party. Yeah. Um, and, and the kindness, I think, is what really struck all the staff and that's beautiful and that's what resonates it. and that's what keeps you going he for... did he cured he really healed me from because that that client man that like sent me wounded you yeah. it wounded me yeah i guess i thought and i knew i knew she was wrong i mean i knew her the crab cake didn't make her sick and i knew she was crazy but um <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, but it gets, um, it gets tiring. It's scary after. that the people are like that out there, and it's scary how they can really impact. They can your business. They, they can. can make or break you. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I I'm pretty vigilant at looking at our reviews. You know, yeah, I get a notification every time somebody writes a re- review, whether it's on Elp or o- Yelp or Open Table or whatever. <laughs> Haven't people been sued on Yelp? They for have saying things that uh, they they have you? because they have you know it's like libel, and that's been allowed to sue people. Yeah, it's libel. Or you just saying disparaging things on Facebook? Can't you, as a business owner, can't you? I think you say can, there. You can certainly <clears throat> respond. Yeah. It's, it's, it's I mean, a if, big we, deal. if we if we don't like a restaurant, I think we, we changed this policy very early on. All right. Is that if we don't have anything nice to say, we certainly do not mention the name. No. And we might talk about it when the 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 mics are not on. Right. But um, but yeah, you just don't do that. As much no, as angry not. as that that particular business might have made. Or you. if we do, I think we always preface it with, "It was an off night." This was an isolated incident. This was not indicative of the business or the practices, or you know, you have to temper. Yeah. You have to temper things, you know. And I always everybody's got a bit has a bad, you know. No one is perfect. I have. I can be and pretty blunt, happens. and like I've right? talked about clients before on the show, and mm-hmm. you guys laugh because you're like, you know, you're gonna have, you're not gonna have any more clients if you keep talking about your clients. No, but, but I don't say anything. That I wouldn't be prepared to, to say to them, say to them, exactly, or I to explain. It. Okay, well, this is where I'm coming from. This is how I felt when, and that that's happened. when it's different. That's when it's different. When you go on and someone has written something because I had this happen. Someone wrote something on Yelp about Chambers Walk about coming in, and it did have to do with their children. And as soon as I read it, I read it out loud to our catering director and the dining room manager and Mario. And they all were like, yep, I know exactly who that was. I know exactly what the circumstance was. And there's four sides to every story. You know, there's the truth is in there someone because it's all about perspective and I wrote back to them after listening to the conversation. Like what did they say, for example? They yeah. said something to the effect of or that um, we were not accommodating to their child's dietary habits, which is absolutely not the case because we are very forthcoming with what can we make your kids or will this you know are they happy with menu choices we can just whip up a pasta with butter we have burgers we have you know we can always put a peanut butter and jelly you know we have bowls we have cereal like we we could pull something together for a child so uh, from the get-go that was not the case i think what was happening was their child was being a little unruly and a couple of tables around them had said something to them. But before saying something to them, they said something to the waiter and wait to uh, the manager and to the waitress who was waiting on them. And I think just the mere fact that the they were getting vibes from other tables talking to the wait staff about their table 
like just you know they right they so they then, got really pissed they and got t- pissed. took it out on you first they got probably upset by it then they got pissed and they took it out on us and at the end of the day when i had i went back to go back in and respond to it their email address had been it was not a, a real email address yeah so it's when people are doing things but they're doing it under the guise of a an anonymous name or or just a fictitious, you know, uh, identity, and you can't respond to them. And ultimately, they had come in one more time, and I caught the woman on the way to the ladies' room because they walk right by my office to go to the ladies' room. And of course, when they came in, like everybody was like, "That's that's the woman. That's the family." So I pulled her aside and I said. You know, I'm not really sure, but I think you may have been the person that wrote something on Yelp. I addressed it with her. And I said, you know, everybody has a bad day. And, uh, you know, we're certainly accommodating for your child. So I understand this is what she had written. And she basically said the same thing. She said, you know, it was just it was a tough night. The kids were acting up and there were tables around us. And I guess I took it out on you. She she basically apologized. Apologize, but meanwhile, go, it's still on it's, Yelp. Go bitch. back on there because <laughs> uh. I couldn't respond because her information was incorrect. Yeah, anyway, it can be detrimental, <coughs> and I bet people <coughs> would take legal action if it was a, like a big you know, if they said something so disparaging that it affected your business. I mean, her you one can't tell Yelp complaint. that that's a fictitious email, so therefore, it's, you know, did um, you remove it? Her, no, her review was a legitimate review, but then when I went to respond, the email address that was listed to her name g- kept getting kicked back. Yeah, so it's a fictitious email. Yeah. So you can I mean, just say it just didn't it's happen. It's so many years ago now. It's not even a big so deal. Do you, but what do, you, do you think that I <clears throat> should have handled it this way? I think the reason why the woman did what she did is With she basically had, um, I think she had remorse. Well, first of all, I took things like crab cakes and chicken marsala and I forget what the couple of other items were. And she was, she, her and her husband were trying to lose weight. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm actually really good at this. You know, Lighting I can know, I know how to like extract, a, you know, for chicken marsala. Mind you, you're, I'm not going to flour the chicken. Right. I'm going to just sear it. You can do it do in a way. It'll that, be a brothy yeah. kind of, it's a different experience, but it'll be some of the same flavors. It won't be as decadent as right. chicken marsala. So, um, I don't know. I think she just looked at it all and was kind of like had spender's remorse. And because it came to like with with the hourly plus the groceries, probably close to 300 bucks for a week's worth of meals. And she wanted, but really, not, she wanted think all about of it, her money back. A week's worth of meals for three hundred bucks. Yeah, including groceries, two twenty-five plus. That's crazy cheap. Well, she just plus you have so. a professional chef cooking for you. You know what I think? I think she saw me come in. All perky, with makeup on, happy, telling stories. And she was, let's just say she, she was not you. that way. Right. And she took it out. Anyway. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, the other guy made it all better. Exactly. <laughs> so, yes. All right. We're wrapping, Robbie. We're wrapping. Give me that red, red, round <laughs> finger mo- motion. TikTok. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Food for Thought. What's... Tune in next week. See you next week. Tune in your taste buds. <laughs> 